Welcome back to Radio Santa Gas Ranger! Gar's here. Emily had family plans. Family matters. I'm always, I'm always here. Wait, that's full house. I don't know what family matters. My days of missing Friday nights are over. Yay! Yay, back to reality, thank Back! God. Back to the Fridays! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger, back! Back, back to, to the Fridays! Fridays. Oh, we're, on, we're officially on Hoenn era now, so we're on Gen 3. Wait. So Trico. Episode 252? Well, before we get to that, I cue the roll call! We are live! Tempered Zeal! Blue Caster! Super Ichi! Loud and Impulsive! Pink Caster! Lane! Illuminating the Tokuverse! Yellow Caster! Follow up! Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger! Now we can start Game Grumps. <laughs> so yeah, episode Trico. Episode 252 oh, of Cast Ranger. I like Trico. We're in the Hoenn League like gen, Trico. third gen Trico. thing. Trico, Trico, come we here. Do, we do Pokemon jokes on this show sometimes. It's fun. Where is So for those who might be listening to us for the first time, I remembered this time. There he is. <laughs> there he is. We are Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. We are a gaggle of Toronto-based enthusiasts slash nerds of tokusatsu of varying calibers who assemble mostly every week to talk about Common Rider, Super Sentai, and a third thing of varying degrees of quality. Oh, and since the whole Area 51 meme has been going around... So, yes, we at Radio Sentai Cast Ranger will be heading on into the <laughs> Area 51 raid, so we'll see you there. You, you guys, stop maybe. Alright, let me put my actual opinion on this on the air. Okay. I am in full, absolute fucking support of whoever wants to go to Area 51 on September 20th, because the sad truth of the matter is anyone stupid enough to actually go is someone we are probably better off without, and the collective IQ of humanity will skyrocket! It's just an Air Force base! That's all it is! They just probably, like, test and research new plane technology. That's it. They just don't want people knowing about it. I love that there's also, on the side, a, another plan to raid the Pentagon instead while, quote-unquote, the feds are busy with Area 51. In other, in, other, in other news, my, my build hazard collection has increased drastically. That's a hazard. So now I have my build on display, I have the figure, a pin, have the a have, figure. Have the amount of plane tickets to Nevada actually skyrocketed? That's amazing. And uh, I recently purchased, as you can see in the picture, uh -huh. the DX build hazard ride watch. And it's fucking Yay! amazing. Because it goes... Well, yeah, to resume the sentence, Gark, I cut off. Uh, so this week we're talking about Zeo episode 43, Ryu Soldier episode 17, and for our feature topic... For some fucking reason, I Send the man who put it on the schedule! I don't remember why! <laughs> You're like, it's talking about the Ben 10 movie, which... Yeah. I'm ben gonna 10, right now. Race Against Time! Yeah, which I'm gonna say, I watched like the last 20 minutes of the movie, and, That's then all I, you and need. after that I was like, I don't need to watch this, I don't want to. I this. want my hour back. Like, actually... 
I, I feel like time was stolen from me. So most of, so other than the ending, the rest of this movie is a fucking complete, utter shitty mystery to me. So uh, well, let me just say that if you see it, you might be in for a big surprise. Uh, oh, that's a reference to the theme song. <laughs> it'll turn into a shitty movie before your very eyes. Okay, now I feel like if I it's was... awkward, poorly acted, ill shot, and ill cast. It's every shape and size. It's been ten. <laughs> You know what you just did there? You did like a reviewer type of joke. It's like, <laughs> like, not like, like a nostalgia Craig type of joke where I'm going to start off my review making a shitty version of the Phoenix. <laughs> talking about the movie. <laughs> okay, let's get into Zio. Wee! So before we talk about this week's episode, uh, Mr. Yellowcaster, I believe you have been on a journey this last week or so to catch up on Common Rider Zio, have you not? Yeah, so since the show's ending next month, I decided I would finally catch up on the show so that I can talk with the finale with you guys. Whoa, about Cus, time! Cuss, I'm sorry. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, delete. Right. I want you to delete this. Alright, you're magenta, I get it. <laughs> magenta. And, and so, so yeah. If you, so, if, regale us with the thoughts you had on on your journey. Uh, so the majority of them are in the Gar Autogar watches stuff in our Discord chat because that's where I mostly post like like <laughs> long and detailed like arc dis arc discussions. But I'll just briefly go by them. Ghost is now considered the worst tribute arc of this season. Which is great, because Ghost was pretty much the worst and, Phase 2 writer. And it's all because of fucking Decade ruining it. Like, <laughs> oh, he's no, just no, so no, immensely no. pissed off that Tsukasa just showed up out of nowhere. Yeah, Decade ruined a tribute arc. So yeah, go fuck That's what Decade does! He ruined all the <laughs> tributes in his own show! It ruined the Ghost arc, or made it better. <laughs> no, he made it worse. He's fitting right now. Um, and then you have the... Broke or made better? Now you have the quote-unquote decade arc afterwards. Um, it's pretty interesting in which it builds off of some things that makes that makes you question a lot of the show. For instance... I've been questioning the whole show for months! Um, in which involves Gates. Gates' whole character development by that point. Yeah! You told me the other day uh, that, that you like Gates. Yeah. And I would like a fucking essay on why. So, yeah. This, I have been waiting with bated breath for days, waiting to hear this. Yeah, it's, I can safely confirm, Conrader Gates is my favorite character in Zia. Why? <laughs> why? Do tell! So, it was most, it was definitely in the decade arc, that helped me out with this. It all started in the decade. It all started in, in the, the long, long ago. Yeah. It all started back in the quote-unquote decade arc. I only say quote-unquote because we kind of Basically... There you go, I fixed it. Like Gates had the bottles there. Yeah, so basically Gates questions how... Uh, he questions his own morality. About, his, his Miles morality? Yeah. But basically, like... I like how he questions himself on a lot of things. Like, I can't kill Sogo because, like, he's not like Omazeo. Like, like, oh God, please is on your side. Like, get, 
and the biggest part about is this how Blazengar and Patch up the, their friendship? And basically, like this is, <laughs> you guys are gonna question me about this. Yep. The made the biggest and major reason why Gates is my favorite character is because I feel sorry for him. <laughs> and the truth shall set you free. Like. But it's, it's... That's amazing! It's it's for all the different reasons. So, Gates, in, like, written down on paper, is meant to be a soldier from, from the future who didn't really have parents, didn't really have friends, and he didn't really have his own personality. <laughs> I mean, I agree with that. <laughs> but now that he... Now that he's living in the past where he doesn't have to look over his shoulder every damn minute over, over like, uh, like, Omazeo's, like, Instead he's generals. looking over Sogo's shoulder. But now he's, he's really starting to get to know himself. Like. What's to know? Like, for instance, in the quiz, in the Comrade quiz storyline, uh, he, he mentioned. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he, he mentions how, uh, quiz. Jesus fucking Christ. He's trying to help out quiz. Because he fears that if Quiz loses his memory, then there goes his entire mission about, like, oh, Quiz came back to the past because he, he wants to hear from his dad that he loved his parent, that he loved his mom. Yeah, he saw himself in Quiz, kind of. Yeah, he saw himself in Quiz because Gates doesn't know that question either about his own thing. Yeah, just to quickly comment on the spiel Blaze has written in our Discord, there's a, there's a very uh, hot theory going around still, and I think we've talked about this before, that Gates is probably Sogo's son. Bastard son. He's definitely a bastard. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but like, Gates, like... That's it's, just a theory. Like, yeah. A Blaze theory. But it's like, Gates, like, I feel sorry for him, because it's like, he never really knew his parents. He never got to be a real boy! Yeah, he never got to be a, like, a normal person. Yeah, it's like all the Zeus fault. You you poor coming up with a reason for him to be a bland character is not an excuse for him to be a bland character. It's it's the same problem with Lightning in Final Fantasy thirteen part three, Lightning Returns. They come up with a reason for Lightning to get even blander than she was in the first two games, but that doesn't make her interesting. It's but, like But but you gotta look more in depth into it. Like you gotta really think about it. Like like for instance, like I'm, people are like, don't overthink it. I'm overthinking it on the different reasons. I'm overthinking it from the concept of like, where is this character actually in the mindset of? Here's the thing: if we had spent much, excuse me, if we had spent much more time than the show did, letting us hear Gates's inner thoughts, where we got to his hear him voice these sorts of concerns, I might be more inclined to believe you. And like the whole thing with white, like with white was, like. There, you have someone who, in a sense, we have a character that loves Gates. Like, he worships the the land that he walks on. And Gates' response was but, to go get fucked. Yeah, and basically, Gates doesn't really understand the concept of being loved. Or being a hero. Or, you know, or just being something. He's never... And that leads into the other thing that I... That was I, I, I will agree that I think it's it makes perfect sense that Gates rejected White Waz because he doesn't know how to be a friend. Yeah, but then there's also the bigger thing. Gates doesn't really have a goal. He all he's grown up with is Oma Zio took over the world, 
and fuck shit up. So what's his goal? He wants to kill Omazia. He wants to kill Sogo in the past. But now that he's actually gotten time to sit down and think about his life, he doesn't know what to do. I've wasted my life! Like, like Gates is this ponder... Like, he, it's kind of like the question with, with Genie from Aladdin. It's like, what would you do if you were free? And, like, he questions and he's like, I don't really know. It's never come up. Yeah, it's never come up. Gates has never thought of what would happen after you've... This has been your plan, like, this has been on your mind throughout your entire life, and you've never thought of what you would do after. That, that's what makes him so interesting. It's like, but here's the like you get to see him grow. You get to see him learn for himself of what he wants to do. I understand that, and I feel like these are thoughts on the character underlying uh, basis that you have extrapolated from what the show has presented to us. But I would be hard-pressed to believe that this was all written with that intent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're just, like, they've just thrown this character at us, and you have extrapolated what, what I will grant, makes perfect sense for to be the underlying pathos for the way he interacts with everyone in the show. But that would be giving this show's writers a little too much credit. I don't think they've actually consciously written him with that backstory in mind. No matter how much sense it makes to fill in the blanks. And, and to fill in more of that blank about how he's never really thought about having his own future after Omazio, in the Ryuki arc of the show, he is willing to sacrifice his own life to defeat Ryuga because he's he's mentioned to Tsukiyomi, I have nothing else to live for. If I defeat Omazio, that's it. I got nothing to live for, so it doesn't matter to me if I die. And that is the only one mention, I think, that the show has done the entire 40-plus episode run of what will Gates do when he's done killing Omazeo. And I feel like if we had spent more time on that topic, all of your points would be valid. But I feel like you have filled in the blanks that the show did not intend to be filled. I, I think your theory is sound, and I... If I were writing that character, that is exactly how I would write it. But I feel like these are blanks that Toei just did not want filled. Like, I could just be overthink- like, again, like- You, you are overthinking mentioned. it, but I, I, I agree with the way mm -hmm. you overthink. Like, I just- If we got, like, a Gates movie where all of this was laid bare, I would forgive everything. Mm -hmm. But I don't see that happening. It's like, um... Gates still has a cool suit. I, I, I can't remember if it... Good I can't, contribution. I can't remember if it was in the quiz arc or in the Ryuga arc. I think it was in the quiz arc where he's talking to White Waz. But it's like, so what's your timeline like? It's like, well, it's like this. And, like, Gates... Again, Gates is questioning just, like, it's peaceful? It's normal? What kind of life is... What and, kind of life is and that? And you know what I'm disappointed by that? They never actually showed us because I was fully expecting them to lead up to... Oh, it's secretly a, a, a dystopian society where everyone is, like, hive-minded and it's fucking disastrous if you look at it from the outside. Because I thought that's what they were leading up to, where if Gates revived, succeeded, and did what White Waz wanted, it would lead to a timeline where everyone was too peaceful, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like but it's, unfortunately, it's... that was me doing the same thing you are, filling in a blank that didn't get filled. But yeah, so... Writing too far ahead. At this point... Is currently my favorite character in the show. I I feel like what we can I feel like we should call what you're writing fanfic gates. 
I'm, I'm it, it's like you've written a fanfic about him, and it makes perfect sense. I, I, I hear what Gar's saying, and like, you know what, that, that's, I can see that. I can see that's how how they meant to write Gates. It's just the I way mean, they, the way they executed him was, he's the Sundari guy who doesn't want to admit that he actually likes Sogo. When he's like, he's like, no, he's an evil fucking tart, I have to kill him! If they weren't, but he's so fucking cute! If they weren't so consistently flip-floppy with the will I or won't I, will I or won't I, it were to the point where it had gotten annoying, I would have been more forgiving. But literally in the one episode, I think right after Decade shows up, I will never ever forget this moment as long as I live. He threatens Soga with a fucking baguette and changes his mind about killing him or not killing him four times in no. the same shot. Okay, no, I rewatched. I watched that episode because that's how the episode literally started off with him with the baguette. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, "I'm gonna kill you. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't. Wait, maybe no, Tsukasa's no. the real threat. No, it's still you. No, no. He gives Sogo the choice of just give up the belt, and like he talks to Tsukiyomi, but like he, on one hand, he doesn't want to kill him. Because he does, he's not acting like the way that they interpret Omazeo. Yeah, he's like this guy doesn't act like him. So I'm trying my best to not just try to kill him. I'm trying to give him the best of the doubt that he'll just drop out. Give it up. Give up the belt yeah. now, and or then, I'll stab. And then, like in the next episode, like he, like he's with uh, Sogo, and like he gives him his Ziku driver. He's like, I, I tell you this, Sogo. If you start one, like, if you're one inch away, or if there's one percent chance knowing that you'll become Omazeo, I will do it. I'll destroy you. And it's like, alright. So it's like, like, it makes sense on him, flip, like, flip-flopping back and forth, because it's kind of like the thing from Family Guy with Stewie and Brian. It's like, Brian, just tell me when you're going to hit me. Oh, don't worry, it won't be soon. But, like, I won't tell you when. So it's kind of like a, when will it happen? Any, anything can spark it. I, I, I just really hate when plots of a show are will I or won't I for 40 episodes. And I, and, I, and I get it. You guys are watching this weekly. I'm marathoning this entire show. Yeah, so, it, so it's, it's like, a different experience to batch it instead of week to week. Yeah, like there's more... Maybe at some point I'll rewatch Zio and see if I can forgive it. Yeah, like there's more solid story writing. For it to be like for the entire show, if that makes sense. All right. Well, that was an evening with Gar and Zio. So let's talk about this week's episode. Finally. Oh yeah, sorry. I surprise! So fucking prize. Schwartz was the main bad guy all along. Oh, spoilers. Well, we're talking about this week's episode. Well, in that case, I'm gonna go into my room. Yeah. <laughs> really. Yeah. Now that I'm actually watching the show, I kind of want spoilers. Zio, what the fuck? Why are you on my cookies? Hey, <laughs> Why are you on my cookies? You know what? Now I just want Gates figure art. And then when Lane comes home from work, I just want to put Gates in like a strangling pose on Zio. Do it. <laughs> Dave has one. I know he does. Put him in the hands. Turned off. Zach can't help you with that at the moment. Sorry, that was my phone. My phone has a Google thing. Oh. Also, yeah, that's a plus side. His suit's fucking awesome. Eh, some forms are good. So, yeah, Schwartz actually wants to be the king. For the reason of being is that apparently Tsukiyomi 
was destined to be the true ruler of time, and Schwartz got a little jealous and was like, well, okay, fuck that so, shit. So Schwartz and Aqua are from a royal bloodline that exists in a parallel timeline, parallel to the already multiple timelines that exist in this show. Schwartz got jealous that Soup was supposed to be the queen of time, so he wiped her memory and dumped her in an alternate timeline. Yep. But now that he's... Now that they're all reunited, he decides to fucking vacuum up her time jacker power so he can have double the amount of power so he can become the king of time. But if that's what he wanted to do, why didn't he just do that in the first place? Why didn't we spend the whole show dicking around with these bootleg, not real time jackers with all these other riders if all he wanted to do was suck down soup and get the another decade powers. Yes. He could have used his time jacker powers to go back to decades era, slam him with the ride watch, and get another decade right there. Why did this whole show have to happen? <laughs> no, the, yeah. So that's the other funny part. Is no, it? but the excuse of of Soup not having her awakened powers is bullshit. Because if they're really sister and brother, then it makes perfect sense for her to have the same kind of powers that he has because they're from this royal bloodline of of fucking actual time jackers. Like, yeah. So apparently, Wool and Aura are actually time jackers. Schwartz just gave them powers. Yeah. And then he immediately took them away from them. That is hilarious! I knew it had to be something along these lines. So now apparently next week's episode we like see like Aura like trying to attempting to cook. She's like being normal. And she doesn't like it. Did you notice oh, I think Aura just has no makeup anymore. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Wool and Aura weren't important anyways. They were just Schwartz's puppets. Oh, something I don't think I've mentioned on the show. I was doing some reading on the wiki, and apparently the name of Waz's book is the Oma Advent Calendar. Okay. So, for those who are interested by that. Um, so reason to take decades power. Yeah, we don't know how um, being another decade fits into his evil Time King scheme. Well, apparently he can summon movie writers, so yeah. what do? He summons fucking Carter Fuma, and I'm like, why Fuma? Like G4, Fuma, Dark Ghost, and Ray. Like yeah. not even not even Ark, Ray. Yeah, no, Ray Ray wasn't even a bad writer. He was just kinda of like, I'm here, I'll help. Cool. I'm played by Saga. I'm, yeah. Oh, I'll see you in ten episodes. That's so fucked up. Um, but yeah, so Where the fuck was I here? Uh fucking DN's is still going around doing shit. DN uh betrays everybody. Because it's DN's. Like, what was he even here for? Like, he's here to steal treasure, so he steals the Grand Zeo Ride Watch, but then just fucking hands it back to them. Is he here just for sport? Is that it? Well, I think he has time checker powers now, so he's... Oh, so now that he has time stop powers, he just decided, yeah, I'll take this Yeah, no, that's up. the real treasure he discovered. And you know what? That's a pretty bitchin' treasure. Yeah, so now he can just go back in time whenever he wants. I want so bad for us to have a D-End movie <laughs> where we just get to see the vault of all the writer no, shit he stole. I want him to go back in time when the other per- version of himself stole the thing from himself, and he steals it back. He's like, <laughs> there he go justice is served i stole back what i stole from me maybe he can go back in time and have decade have a better ending <laughs> just not shoot him in the face no don't do that it's a horrible idea speaking of there's one 
point in this episode where Decade gets shot in the back by the end as he like confronts him, and I'm like, haha, reference to that end of the series. I like seeing them fight though. I was just like, oh, it's like the good old days, right? Reminds when they fucking shot. And the I shit love that Decade's like, I mean, he has a big bag of tricks, but that one's new. Yeah, it's such a big bag though. And I always love how fucking Kaito was always saying his name. He's like, Sukasa. Yeah. It's kind of a little smug asshole about it when he ever said it. We also get to see another double in this episode again, but no explanation for him because he's just a, like a huge hostless clone. And we get double armor and fire armor. It was yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, which, yeah, Gar Gar made a mention when he was watching the episode with me. Like He was like, he's like, that's stupid. He's like, Gage should have just had secondary rider forms the whole time. And I was like, I agree. He yeah. just had the powers of... Like... I thought it was stupid when, like, I saw it. it's like, oh, he has the Ghost and Trevor. I'm like, why? He's the secondary rider. So, Seo should have all the fucking powers. Yeah, let's call some more bullshit on this show. So, the problem when he fought Omozeo last time was that he didn't have, he hadn't inherited all the rider powers properly mm-hmm. because he didn't have drive, even mm-hmm. though he had access to the drive ride watch. Yeah. But technically, he didn't, quote unquote, inherit the Fies and Wizard ones either. Gates did! So, I'd like some answers well, for that, okay. please. So, they were inherited. Yes, they were. They were inherited. But Drive was stolen. He stole Drive. So, they didn't have Drive officially. But Zeo didn't, quote-unquote, have no, Fies and Wizard. No, ex- but they, those, those still, I don't know. Zeo. Anyways. Sorgo didn't give them to Gates. Gates was, was the one who unlocked them. I don't know. Because he's the one who hang who hung out with Takumi, I think, and he's the one who hung out with Beast. Yeah. Anyway. Well, anyways, um. So it was just funny seeing Aura and Wool like running all the time, like running away and stuff like that. Uh, Sago. My God, like this episode's kind of a blur to me. A bit. It's it, this episode is mostly about the plot dump, yeah. but it. What was really bizarre was, like, Waz runs in to, like, betray Swartz, even though we all knew he was faking it. And, like, he doesn't even transform, but he just comes at Swartz, and Swartz proceeds to fucking bash him into the wall. Yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty fucking, that was pretty dope. Like, Like, but, like, Waz, you know what he's capable of. Why are you coming at him when you know he can dummy you like this? Not even henching, not even base form, nothing. Mm -hmm. But then he, he scarfs Soup away after she's been drunk clean. Also, also, we're at uh, 107 Wagamos. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask. Thank you. Yeah. Also, my something else I learned through my re- reading of the wiki. Apparently, the whole scarf magic that Waz uses is referred to as fabrikinesis, because it's fabric. <laughs> no. The more you know. That's stupid. <laughs> yes. Fabrikinesis. Fabrikinesis. To say it's a thing you can do. It's just like, oh, I, I found this magic scarf I got from a trader or something. I don't know. Was it something he could do before he worked for Omazeo, or was that a power Omazeo gave him? You now have the power uh, to make yeah, scarfs yeah, teleport! Yeah, I get it, because it's Comrade scarfs. Well, yeah. Um, so yeah, so then they finally, like, Tsukasa officially, like, enrolls himself as the fourth writer of CO. I never thought this would actually happen. I never thought Tsukasa would be in it as long as he has been. I'm surprised, like, Masahiro Inoue actually had time to be on this show. And thus, the four Zeo writers mount their assault on Brave's castle. 
Yeah. It's the same fucking church slash castle that Brave debuted in. And, and, and it's funny because you just see all of them sitting there and standing there waiting, including another Kuga. Like, you see all the other riders and then just... And the whole time, just another Kuga's just like... Bleh. Bleh. He's just like hopping around mid-fight. Shooting fire. Yeah. It's almost adorable. Yeah. And then, uh, so, like, they're all fighting and stuff like that, and Decade... We get this very nice four-man henchman of Grand Zio, Gates Shippu, Waz Ginga finally, and Neo Decade. Well, it's, it's super funny, because, like, all of them, like, have, like, fucking sounds coming out of their gimmicks, but, but they're, like, see, like Decade, Decade just has this singular Decade ride card. Yeah. It just, he just... Yeah, whatever. Um... And then Waz comes out with a customized, Eway! Let's fuck them up! <laughs> and Decade again... Just like I love, I love the man so much, but just fucking transform into something else. You're the rider that turns into other riders. Right? Turn into another fucking rider. He should be turning. Turn, turn, turn to drive. Turn to fucking. He should be turning into the corresponding rider to match up with the fucking another riders he's fighting. But instead, he just uses blast and slash and kills them anyway. He kills them because anyway. I guess the another ZO2 clones of the another riders aren't subject to the must be defeated by the corresponding rider and power roll. And, and then Kai again, this show decides to just to ignore its own bullshit. And then kind of. Kind of fucking just does the dick move because he's about to like use his final uh, dimension kick and uh, he like freezes, him. freezes him. And I'm like, how dare you? Because uh, decades final final uh, attack ride, the dimension kick is my favorite rider kick. Like, Mine is Axel Crimson Smash. No, just I don't know. I just I like I like it just going like final attack ride. Okay, I just love the cards and then he just like. You can see, like, the joke where he, like, forms, like, the front of the card. Yeah. On the, on the uh, card. And then Grand Zio is fighting another Zio 2. Yeah! Another Zio 2 uses his prediction ability to predict where he can hit Sogo. And then Sogo just says, fuck you. He pulls a fucking, like, Hyper Muteki, Kamen Rider Odin type, nope, you, fuck you, and just poofs and appears behind him. And, Stab! And then he does an, does an all 20 and uh, summons all 20, all 20, time 20, 20 riders, and they all just... Fucking, they, they kick him the way they did the Shadow Moon, All Rise vs. Night Shocker. They kick him so hard that the timeline breaks again and goes back to normal. Yeah. Holy and then, hell! And, yeah, and then Tsukiyomi's remembers, Gates remembers. So, they didn't explicitly say, but like, now that the timeline is back, do they remember everything that happened in the alternate timeline, or, or did we just like, only so undo? Did. Only Sogo did. So Obviously only Sogo did. So was Which meant Sogo. that this entire... Couple of episodes was the equivalent of an anime filler arc. Ooh, it's this one. Uh, it was Future Poseidon. Poseidon. Ooh, not bad. Not bad. Like, they looked like they did, but they didn't actively go, wait, did, were you here for the last two episodes? Um, and yeah, so Schwartz gets the Another Decade Ride Watch, and. The funniest thing in the whole episode is just. Seeing Tsukasa just slumped over dead in the grass. He's dead. But you know why I thought he was? Because when Swartz uses the ride watch on him and harvests him, he doesn't unhench and he fucking Thanos dusts away. And I thought, like, oh my god, is Tsukasa for real dead? No. Also, uh, was, uh, like, fucking told Gates, like, in the other gates, he's like, yeah, you were my subordinate. And Gates is like, yeah, fucking bullshit. I don't believe it. Yeah, you were, uh, you, you, like, idolized me, looked up to me, and Gates like, no. You know what? I love Waz for trying that. Yeah, he was trying to get <laughs> Gates to like him in some You form. are my little bitch! 
Um, so yeah, so you, we get to see another decade, and then uh, next... He is straight up satanic, and yeah. I love it. Oh, that's cool. Um, but next episode, we get to see another drive of fucking Violet, and he looks goddamn awesome. It looks like if Cho Deadheat and Machine Chaser got even more metal. I love that, like, one of his eyes is, like, smashed in. I think that like, is a reference to Super Dead Heat. Yeah, so, but it's, oh, it's, it, he looks exactly how I want it. It, it looks like it has a mustache, too, and that weirds me out it's, a little. Yeah! I can't wait to get a good look at him and see what his version of Beltzana is. So apparently he uses, like, a, a, a like a door, car door as a shield that has, like, warning, like a danger tape on it. Oh, cool. Yeah, so... Uh, so yeah, so that, that's it. We're, we're getting to the very end now, so we'll see what Schwartz does to fuck up the rest of the show. Oh, yeah, so Sogo did get the Fies watch, and then he just gave it to Gates. Yeah. But there was no, like, EYA for him, you know what I mean? No, yeah. I count that as part of the process. Mm-hmm. Eh. Uh, yeah, so next week we get another decade, another drive, and Kamen Rider Aqua! Yeah! Aqua's here. And you know what? Since we hear him say in the preview that he's here to take Soup back to her home, that means Soup and Swartz are from Aqua's future timeline. Are they? Maybe. I don't know. Because, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, how the fuck did Aqua get go back in time in the first place in the, in the original movie? I don't know, but that means this that movie is canon, if there was any question. Guess so. Weird. Are we gonna get some nod about Ankh being alive? Maybe. maybe. I would love that. Uh, okay, can we, can we, we're never gonna get that plot point now solved. Right. Now we're in the railway era, so like, oh, this is irrelevant. Aw. <laughs> rest in peace, Ankh. Um. Yeah. So now that we're done talking about oh, yeah, the episode, a time hole. That's right. Oh yeah, the time hole. Yeah, the time Speaking hole. of time holes, uh, Gar, we're not talking about the episode. If you wanna. Join us again. We're going to talk... I wanted to talk about what our theories are for the ending of the series is. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, now that Zero One has been formally revealed, and we are nearing the end of Zio, I thought now would be a good time for us to discuss our thoughts on the series so far, and how we think, slash, would like the Zio series to close. Okay, um... Well, for me, like... Pretty much how I can sum up the show right now so far for me is I love Zio the writer. Like I like I love him. I love like his forms. I love what he is and stuff like that as a writer. Just like I just, I, I love Zio's I, I love Zio. I just wish he was executed better. Like right. with the whole like, I wish he was executed. With the, with the whole, no, with the <laughs> whole with the whole aspiring to be a king. I wish he would have been like more like you know, more mature, more serious about it, and just, like, like, the one, my favorite thing, like, other than, like, the Grand Zio debut... Speaking of, I'm pissed that his final form isn't actually a king, you know what I mean? It is a king. It's not exactly a king, it's more like a Buddhist temple. Sure, I mean, he has, like, a beard and stuff. It doesn't even, home. like, it's called Grand Zio, but it doesn't even really look like a grandfather clock. Uh, they missed the mark in so many ways. Uh, uh. Doesn't matter. He looks like a fucking king. Anyways, yeah. uh, what my my point being is, I I like my I liked like my favorite one of my favorite clips in the show was when like Gates went to fight Zio in the in the Ozark and Sogo just fucking dummied him. That is one of I, the reasons those the, episodes. That's the Sogo I wanted. The rest of this fucking show was right? just him being like, 
I'm fucking awesome, and then he just never got his ass kicked again. That's what I, I was loved that. I've been saying forever that episodes 9 through 12, the Gaiman Ozark, are the best parts of the show. Because he's, he's Dio the, shit-stomped Gates in his base form and didn't give a fuck. He's the supposed king of time and the king of all the Heisei riders and just... Like, and this shit keeps that's, happening. That's why in the other, like, the other, this other timeline arc, whatever, like that, like, he gets this brand new Grand Zeo power. And, like, sure, I'll admit, he just got the form. He doesn't know the full extent of its powers. He doesn't barely know. It. But seeing him in that amazing form just get toppled around like he normally used, did anyways, that was disappointing. That yep. disappointed me. So, like, again... I love Zeo the Rider himself, but I wish he just would have been executed poorly, or like, I mean, executed better as like this badass motherfucker of a rider. Because would because like this is the man who's supposed to represent the last twenty years of riding. I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit, he if he was if he was written better and like executed better in the show, he would have made taken my number one spot. But that still goes to Drive. Because Drive was just so cool, <laughs> so well written. Shinosuke was so great. Like, that's why I love him. Because he he grew, he matured, and by the end of the show, Drive was this badass as fuck writer, and I just fell in love with him so much. But just Zio is just he's cool, but he's not cool enough. <laughs> so, but my, my theory for the end of the series, I honestly like I don't know. Like, what would you I, like to happen? I would like just him to finally have, like, this final fight between Omazeo. That's why I wish we didn't have this fucking bullshit one, and then he's like, oh, you don't have drive, you still can't beat me. Fuck you. So, like, I, I hated that. I thought that was stupid. So I want him to have the final showdown between Zeo and Omazeo, and he finally defeats him. Like, I want Schwartz to go up to Omazeo and go... Hey, I have this fucking awesome power now. Fuck you. And Omazeo just dummies him in one fucking hit. <laughs> I would love that. He's just like, oh, oh okay, I have the powers of decade. Fuck you. And just dissolves them. I want to see that. And then just Zeo fucking finishes Omazeo off. That's what I want. I like that idea. Actually. Yeah, I just want Schwartz to be so fucking up his own ass of how badass, evil, and powerful he is. And Omazeo just dummies him because he's so powerful. That's why. That's why I'm kind of disappointed that we didn't get more Omazeo in this series. I'm disappointed. He's been like Lavos from Chrono Trigger. We, we that, get a, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if that's the reference. We, we get a, We get a scare from him, and we po poke your head into that bucket oh, every you, now and then. You can fight me. You're just gonna have a long. You're gonna have a bad time. You're have a bad time. <laughs> like, legit. Unless you're leveled up properly. Exactly. Yeah. This is fucking Chrono Trigger. Um. Any other thoughts before I go? Um, uh, like, I kind of hope Gates dies. Like, I hope. He <laughs> no, 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 In a way, in a way, in, no, 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 no. Heroic no. sacrifice. Yes, like he takes a hit for Sogo, and he goes, he goes, like it's like in Lord of the Rings. Like I would, like when Boromir dies, and then he's like in front of Aragorn, he's like, he's like, I would have died for you, my friend, my my king, and stuff like that. So. Nah, that's essentially it. <laughs> Who Gates dies? <laughs> Again, heroic way. So that that's it. And then Sogo just decides, eh, I'm not gonna be king anymore. Fuck it. I'm gonna go to college. I'm gonna go to college. Yeah, it's gonna end with him going to college. <laughs> and Waz, Waz fucks off. <laughs> Into the sunset. G G G Supi comes king. Sukiyomi becomes 
queen. Like she was always destined to be. Yeah, she leads her people to victory. Go ahead, Ichi. Um, so... Gates dies. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Most of my theories aren't very different from what you've said. I feel like we're going to... I feel like we're just going to deal with Swartz as another decade over the course of one, maybe two episodes. Uh, and then once he's defeated another drive and, and earned the drive ride watch. Earned the drive watch. Uh, he'll, you know, we'll get sucked through that bucket back to Omazeo land and, and he'll kill him and everyone will happy ending and go back to the time. That's right. Now, sorry, I just want to like. I don't mean to go off topic a little bit. It's still related to Zio, but like I remember, I talked to you. I talked to you about this, uh, but I feel like they should have done the another rider thing better. What they should have done with the whole time jackers to make them more relevant is they were trying to steal the watches for themselves, and they turned the ride watch into the another rider ride watch. And then they defeat they the another used, rider and get the ride they watch. They get the ride watch for defeating the another rider. So it's a reward rather than the method. Exactly. And then we wouldn't have had the bullshit of, well, you have to kill the another rider with that rider's power. Yes. You know what? That would have been a lot greater. So, and to defeat the another rider, they had to team up with the original rider that they were based off of. Right. And that's how you get the cameos. And that's how you did them right. And you should have had every single rider arc of Zeo teaming up with said rider. Also... That's what this anniversary series is supposed to be fucking about! Also, here's a thought. We got another Zeo. We kind of got another Waz. Where's another Gates? That would've been <laughs> sweet! He's not good enough! <laughs> Maybe the Gates movie, I don't know. And I would've liked to see, like, another secondary rider. Like, have, like, another rider mock, another rider fucking... Uh, I, I want to see another Brave. Another Ixa! Oh, it's like a Dark Knight attack would have been fucking cool. Right. Oh. Gates v. Cinema. Put them all in there. Another Xeranos? That would have been sweet. Um, okay, so. Uh, I don't. Yeah, Gates v. Cinema. I... Gates v. Cinema needs to happen. Yeah. Just have a Gates v. Cinema dive I would love super far into his past. I would love we so see, bad. We see Explain where it, he gets the belt. Where he gets the belt, where he gets the Gates powers. It turns out he's Zogo's son. Prove that he stole the ghost in Drive Ride Watches from Omazeo and just have him, like, his time in the Resistance, like, starting out as Kamen Rider Gates. Be the Gates movie about him starting out as Gates and it ends with him going, alright, I'm gonna go back in time and kill Zeo when he was, and like, a, young, a youngin'. And just credits roll while he's in the time talk. Exactly. That's how you do the Gates v. Cinema movie. It's it's, it's a build-up uh, prequel movie to Zeo, the show itself. And then for a Comrade of Waz movie, we get the, the white Waz in the alternate timeline we never yeah, saw. And it ends with literally him showing up in 2018, and he's looking at Sogo, and he's like, there you are, you son of a bitch, I got you. Yeah, okay, so my thoughts on ending. So I think they're going to spend the next two episodes, maybe three, dealing with Swartz in another decade, because decades there, I don't think they're going to have too much trouble. Uh, then now he's got all the powers and he's all supercharged up with his big shiny gold form. He, they're just gonna go back through the bucket at the end of time to fight Lavos, I mean Omazeo. And there might be a big plot drop of like, it turns out I was this all along. And maybe my theory that the belt became sentient and overtook him will turn out to be right. Or maybe it'll turn out that it was actually him. Or maybe it'll turn out that Omazeo was someone we didn't predict. At this point, it could go any of these ways, and I really don't care. 
Because what I would love to happen for the end of Zeo is for them to do whatever the bloody fuck they want with the actual ending. And then I want complete and total utter erasure of the entire universe. I, I don't care it. how. No, I, I don't it. care why. I have the ending to the final battle. I have the ending. No, you know what it is? You know that gold gear door in Kujigoji Hall that we looked at once and never looked at again? I want someone to open that door and unleash a fucking black hole that can cut through time and just erase everything! No, no, no. This is how it's going down. Hear me out, everybody. This is fucking gold. So what's going to happen <laughs> is Zio's fighting Oma Zio, and what happens is, out of nowhere, like a time and fucking space and time opens up. Fucking Zero One just comes out. He starts helping Zio, and he's like, all right, you know what? It's cool. Also, I have this thing. I don't know where it came from. Gives... Zio, the Zio, Zero One Ride Watch, and you see a little extra slot come onto his armor for like a second, and with that extra bit of power, he has the power to defeat Omazeo, and with the help of the first Reiwa Arrow Rider. He doesn't even kill Omazeo on his own, he uses Zero One armor! <laughs> no, 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 He gets like the Grand Zio, you just see a little Zio, Zero One statue show up on the armor, oh. and then just BAM! Bam! And then he, because he has one extra rider helping him with his powers, he defeats Omazeo and he's like, Oh, fuck me! I didn't have zero one! You ah! might have the power of 20 riders, but I have the power of 21! Ah! Just fucking rider kicks him with zero one. Bam! Show over. <laughs> that's, that's your zero one cameo. That's it. You know what? That's not a bad thought. I want that. I want that to be a thing now. That and Schwartz just trying to fucking be all high and mighty and Omazeo just dummying him in one blow. I mean, because, like, it's been a thing in Rider where the final form is not what defeats the final big bad, so... I Yeah, there you go. The Zeo statue on his head gets replaced with Zero One. At least that would be that Zero would make more sense than him riding his own face. I like that, though. I don't. Anyway, anyways, there you go. So back, back to my other theory about everyone getting erased from existence. I want a big black hole to just erase everyone, and then at the end, oh. in the bottom corner, instead of saying Finn in very fancy cursive lettering, I wanted to say our bad. And fucking cut to black. Fucking, you told it to sell, and he even laughed hysterically at that. <laughs> I want complete slate wiping so we can make way for the good rider. Gar, come here! <laughs> I love it, I love it. Oh, that. there's a good thought. One of the future riders come in and help him. That'd be neat. Yeah. Fucking just quiz Kikai come out of nowhere. It's also, like... it's super interesting that during Gar's rewatch, he decided he liked quiz his favorite out of the three Mirai riders. I like Shinobi. And I like Kikai. So yeah, yay. And so Gar. Ginga. So Gar. I like what Ginga do you, what do you, how do you think Zio is going to end as a show? I think I, I think it's going to end. How yeah. do you, how do you think it might end, and how would you like it to end? Tell us both of your thoughts, based on what you've seen so far. Based on twenty-two episodes I've seen. Only twenty-two. Yeah, I've only done up to episode twenty-two. Well, wow, halfway this, through this the show. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. So. Based on the stuff that I also already know, know about, <laughs> like for instance, like Zio Trinity Gates Revive. But you're supposed not to know about that. <laughs> I, I find it hilarious that you kind of like embraced it. Yeah, fuck uh, it, write it. Yeah. Um, 
how I think the show is going to end, I feel like something major is going to alter the timeline. Like, something that Sogo accidentally did. He wasn't really thinking of it. Stepped on a bug. <laughs> and I like, wish, I wish I hadn't killed that fish. And, and it's like, and it's like, what? Or, actually, scratch that. Pretty, I would like to, pretty much what you just said already happened. Yeah. I would like to see a time force type of ending. Like, everyone... I've come from the future. No, no, everyone who has come from the future that's been the past, it's ripping space and time apart. Oh. Like, them being back in time... So we have to go back to our time to fix time. Yeah. I can see that. And like, like, kind of leave the finale on a, on like a, on like a, on like a, basically an open-ended answer. Does Sogo become Omazio, or does he, or like, does he choose his own destiny? It's kind of like a. That would be the kind of unsatisfying ending that this show would dare give us. I, I would think that's like, I think that we would spend be, all the show figuring, trying to figure this out, and we never get the answer. I think that's the best answer. We just kill Omazeo and we never find out who he really was. Yeah, it's just like, what do you think? And then the show just ends. Just points to the camera, what do you think? I don't know if you hear my theory, but I said that like Zero One just comes out through like a random space like time hole, and he like gives Zero the ride watch, Zero One ride watch, and then that's the advantage, the one-up advantage that Zero needs to beat Omazeo. It's like, fuck, you have 22 riders! I mean, the way, riders. the way riders have crossed over at the ends of their well, other series lately, it wouldn't be the worst well, thing. Yeah, it's a great but, way to cameo. Yeah, but there's also just a... Yeah, but Lane, that wouldn't work, because while I'm watching the show, they've already mentioned that Omazeo has the powers of the other riders from 2019 to like from 2019 onwards because to 20, up to 2068 but, yeah, up but to 2068 looking at zero one if it's a year in the future where ai androids are happening what we don't know what year zero one is in maybe zero one maybe zero one's just a, a questionable timeline where maybe well it's like a maybe it's like white was and it's no, an alternate timeline yeah or, yeah because you gotta you gotta remember that these shows don't really consider other shows in their Oh, Blaze is saying that timeline. in the Omazeo timeline, no riders happened yeah, after, after he, yeah, he after destroyed all of them, so he was left. So Zero One will be coming from an alternate future. Exactly. Yeah. Or but but I don't think it would still work, because Omazeo has, you know, like, the 20 riders on him. I mean, that didn't stop Shinobi, Quiz, and Kikai. Yeah, but they come from an alternate timeline where Omazeo, where Sogo died before he became Omazeo. Not exactly. What do you mean? Sh- exactly? Shinobi and Kikai were literally dreamed up by Sogo, and Quiz was brought f- by White Waz from his future. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, they happen. <laughs> there was no mention of this. Yeah, no. Sogo dreamed up Shinobi and Kikai specifically. When did but this not happen? Quiz. When was this a thing? Yeah, that was a thing. Oh yeah, no, Shinobi technically doesn't exist. What do you mean he doesn't exist? He was dreamt up. How? Sogo has a. He's a dream eater. He, he has like these dream visions, but like they never actually happen. So Quiz was real. Shinobi and which is real. And, and Kikai aren't. Which is really wait, fucking wait, weird. Wait, is this explaining the Kikai storyline? 
No, but like it just every time he the went to go time, meet Kikai, he had to go back to sleep. Yeah, the first time we see Shinobi and Kikai is while Sogo is dreaming, and they explain over the course of that arc that Sogo has some weird prophetic dream ability that causes these futures to exist. I... <laughs> you see why I hate the show? But that was... So far, that's, ne that's never been brought up so far, like, as I'm watching Quiz, it. Quiz is the only one that's real. Have you gotten to the Shinobi Quiz Kikai episode? I've watched Shinobi and Quiz. I haven't watched Kikai yet. Oh. Kikai, I think, is where they make it very explicit. Yeah. I do like the joke, though, in the Shinobi, like, how they start off the Shinobi arc. Sogo, what do you wish for this year? I wish to be king, uncle. Wow. Good to see you're still on that horse. Yeah. Well, it only is 20... Uh, I don't I, think no. Santa's got that in his bag. <laughs> I think 2019's going to be a great year. Sogo, it's 2022. No, it's not... <laughs> what? And I'm like... This is every adult ever. Yeah. Like, they don't realize what year it is until it's like, oh, shit. This is a Jumanji movie? What year is it? Lion King, um, Toy Story, Aladdin, yeah. Anyways, Angels. What year is it? We, we've got, like, four episodes left, so we'll see where this goes. Wait. Tell us what you think uh, Zio will end and how you would like it to end I'm pretty, in I'm the pretty, comments. I'm pretty safe to say with my zero one theory that might happen. What episode is this? 43. We got five episodes left. Yeah, five. Okay. Forty-eight. Um. Because we got next week. Less and than then... two months of suffering. Anyways, kid, boom. I kind of find it hilarious how melt in our uh, thumbnail gets cut off. Yeah. Oops. He's the shittiest character. Looks like we'll have to. Looks like we'll yeah. have to find a new photo Bla that includes Bla all of them. Blaze was actually telling me something interesting. So apparently Melt's actor is actually just doing this on the side because he actually wants to be an engineer. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so Melt's actor is like, eh, eh, I mean, that doesn't explain why his doing, character is so shittily doing, written. Doing this for money. No, no, no but apparently, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, I wasn't here last week, so Ryu Soldier episode 16 quickly. I like, uh... Kishiru Neptune. Yes. He's pretty cool. Unless they're taking a break, Blaze. They could take a week off. It's possible. Yeah. Uh, 48, 49, doesn't matter. Uh, uh, yeah, Kishiru Neptune, I really liked. I'm kind of upset how easily they got rid of that other general. Got you, Leos. Oh, no, I don't remember he, you. He, he shouldn't have been a thing at all. Well, really, I, I liked no, him. I wish he would have stayed longer, but I, I enjoyed his I, presence. Again, the villains are the major problem with Ryu Soldier. They're just not that rememberable. Well, they're not. They're, it's not that their designs are good, but they're not super well written. Yeah, they're not super well, well written. Well. But design wise, they're really good. And acting wise, yeah, it. I'm not Japanese, so I don't know how good their acting is. Fair. Why is Ryu pretty? Uh, yeah, so Wiser comes back. He unfucks off. It's yeah. it's funny because uh, Crayon's like, Tank Joe! You called? Hey, you called? I wasn't asking for you! Wait, no, you're the fun one! Yes, let's do that! <laughs> I love that the episode opens on Crayon just like rejoicing that Gachileus is dead. I can't believe he's gone. Thank fuck. <laughs> just, just all those horrible memories. Yes, those horrible memories of... 
of the four episodes he was in. Hey, he was worked almost to actual death, and then he was attempted to be murdered. Still, that's not... Gautilea's fucking exploded him last episode. Four episodes, that's it. That's... He was abused a lot! Oh, oh Crayon. I was talking about... I was talking about, uh... Gachi? Castleman. Oh, Tancho? No, other other castle Why is guy. Yeah, no, other castle guy. Gachileus? Wait. Gachileus. He's a pirate. He's like a pirate captain. Yarnite. In the Finna Dagger. Finna Hello! Um, I have returned again for another Wiseru adventure! I kind of like the joke with Mel. It's like, why is your hair blue? Well, villains show up. Yeah. Ah. And we're never going to ask that again. It's kind of like Zuko's mom. We're never going to find out, are we? <laughs> well, this episode this episode seems Oto like just completely just... Good! Here. No, I don't oh, want the 12-year-old in my Sentai! Oh, but she's cute. That is not okay. Like, okay, I'm saying cute as, as cute as a little girl can be. Sure. Maybe, maybe 123 years old is like 12 in human years. It doesn't matter. The actress is 12, so it's not okay. Justify it all you like. It's still wrong. Not even by Japan standards. Well, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. It's awful that she's like being like this, like tw- getting a 12 year old to be she's like. Thirst- Make babies with me. She's thirsty. She sure is thirsty for a woman from the fucking ocean. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I love that Crayon is talking to Wy- Crayon's talking to Wiseru and he's like, Oh, Master Wiseru, this is another Ryu soldier! And he just knows already somehow, even though he hasn't been around. Has he just been, like, watching from orbit? Who? Wiseru. Oh. He knows about Ryu Soul Gold already. Yeah, he's, he's just been in the background. Yeah. Like, he's been disguised as a human, probably, because that's what he does this episode. <sighs> Oh, you mean how, like, he lifts up the skirt? Oh my god, that was hilarious. Oh, I was like, what? Up scuttle! They they capture Moserex. Yeah. With a fucking net. What is this, Team Rocket? So the Minosaur for (laughs) this... This this feels like a Team Rocket! Right? (laughs) The Minosaur for this episode was fucking dope. The fucking pirate ship is my favorite Minosaur so far. It's pretty cool. It had like a yeah, me- like, like a like a sailed the into the sand. The sail was a cape. It I, had like he sails like, to the sand. Sand that. claws, and it used dig. I yeah. can't remember where I've seen this design before. I think it's in Gal Ranger, because I think Gal Ranger also had like a pirate boat type of orc cool. in which they used. Wasn't the, that like the the Pirates of the Lost Galaxy or some shit? No, no, no. That, no, you're thinking of Cap- Captain Mutiny and his crew yeah. from Lost Galaxy. Yeah. Apparently, they're the main villains of Kingdom Man. Sounds right. I, I can just see Saban. But, uh, oh, fuck that. So we see we catch, we see Kanalo who's like walking down the street and this little boy asks him for a favor and he immediately refuses him because he only mm-hmm. does favors for women. What and then it? he's like, okay. Uh, and then you see Kanalo just like, how can I help you, little boy? Hang on, hang on. Are you sure you're talking about Kanalo or the A-team? <laughs> it sounds like the A-team. We'll help everyone. Oh, can you help me? No. <laughs> like, 18-year-old, like, hot babe. Just, can you help me? We're on it. Yeah. All right, everyone. The lowy sandwiches are just, on me. Just the way Kanalo, like, trots backwards to go back to talk to him is just, oh, so good. <laughs> just, what, what, what's happening? What's, 
So the kid wants a rainbow to give to his teacher. And let me just say, the woman that Wiseru shows up disguised as to tell them what the rainbows are, I could be wrong, but I think that's Yuri's actress. She looks a lot like Yuri from Kiva. Yu Takahashi, I think her name is. Can someone check that? From Kiva. The teacher? No, the woman who Wiseru disguised himself oh, as. Yuki? She, yeah, Yuki. She, she looks like Yuri's actress from Kiva. Ah, I don't think that was. I, I can't, I can't remember. Yuri's the mom. Yes, the, the older, the one who was with Atoya. Okay, yeah, I know who you're talking about now. Megumi's mother. Is, is someone able to check that? Because I couldn't find her on the wiki. Yeah, it's because she's a minor. <laughs> Wait a minute, did they? Just a so, sorry to derail quickly, but did they ever mention what happened to Megami's mom? Yuri? Yeah. She died. I don't think they explicitly... Well, like, I know she died, but they never really said how. It's just, she died. Well, she definitely did not birth Wataru. Or did she? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, that was no. Queen. No, she didn't. That was the Queen. Anyways, yeah, this episode could basically just summed up as, go watch an episode of Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> we cut... Though I do, Moserex is the worst Pikachu ever. I do give this episode credit. They could have just easily had Moserex's head in like the net be all CG, but I was wrong. Well, Moserex is captured with the net. It's an actual prop head. Cool. With the net around it, and everything else in the background is like green screened. I'm like, that's very clever. That's a good way to save money. Yeah. Like, we got, we already got the mech's helmet, so, like, the mech's, like, face, so let's, let's just use that. Um, fuck, I can't remember what I was going to say. This episode involved a lot of water. Oh, yeah, so apparently Dini Volcano and Mozarex are brothers? I guess. stupid. I'm from the land and I'm from the sea. Burn, and then they morph into, and morph into Dinobot 2. <laughs> Yeah, it's Spino Thunder. We don't talk about Dino Dinobot 2. I love Dinobot 2. It awesome. No, we don't. We don't talk about him. Well, I think we can talk about him. But yeah, it's weird that Canalo's like using his, his like aquapathy, to, that's what I'm going to call it, to, to talk to Moserex in front of these two complete randos. His aquapath. I guess he just doesn't give a fuck about his identity? Is that not a thing in the series? I think in Super Sentai it's more that they don't care. Look at it, Gar. Look at Dinobot 2! I don't want to remember Dinobot 2 because... It's so cool I mean, yeah, Story-wise, he's it's a fucking travesty, but design-wise, I think it's fucking like, rad. Design-wise, he looks good, but story-wise, he makes me remember that the original Dinobot died. Oh, Fit, cool, he's fair. in another Transformers thing. That looks... That's fan-made. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't know if he was in another thing. Also, we got movie clips in the opening, and we get a shot of some old dude turning into Geysorg, mm-hmm. and then we see Kishi Ryujin. We Cute. also see the meteorite wiping out all the dinosaurs. Hooray! <laughs> history preserved! For the fourth fucking time in Super Sentai. Right? How many times is the Earth going to be threatened to be destroyed? Also, can I call bullshit yes, that, that, <laughs> that, that, that river that Moserex was in? Bullshit! It was deep enough to fucking hold him. Now, right? hang on, hang on. We saw Bamba and Kanalo in the same stream just a few miles down, and they were, like, roughly, like... Hip-high. Hip-high in that water. Moserex isn't that big of a Kishiryu. Uh, I think it's pretty big. But basically, it's enough to just hold them, like, hold them there. I guess. I, I, th- I call bullshit. <laughs> it's, a, it's enough to make him at least breathe. Hmm. Uh, Though that does beg the question, 
He's a robot. He's a robot. Does he need to breathe? Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I'm sorry, but I kind of like the Aberranger mechs more because at least at least their logic make, made sense. So what are you guys? We're evolved dinosaurs. Sure. And there's the guy that's just like... We're, we're like what happened at the end of Beast Machines. Technorganic, that's the word. Yeah, techno-organic. He's an organic! Oh. Um. So, over the course of this episode, we find out that the teacher that little boy wanted to get the picture of the rainbow for was Emiko, who apparently was Bonba's ex-girlfriend from 50 years ago. Fuck. That was an interesting point to come to. Good world building. I, now I just want to see Bombo when he was like in like the sixties. He probably it, looked exactly the same. It's just Bomba. No wait, put him in like a gangster outfit. Although, That's what he looked like in the sixties. It was really funny that she didn't recognize him. Like she says, like yeah, he was a nice man, but he didn't look like you. He had much lonelier eyes. You look like you have friends, not like that loser. Oh fuck him. Well, I fucked him. But... <laughs> Then I dumped him because he was lame. Then I dumped his ass because... Because he stabbed someone. No, no. <laughs> and then I dumped his ass because I fell in love with a new person. John F. Kennedy. I've been in this hospital, I've been in this hospital 50 years because he stabbed me. <laughs> oh, no, that's awful. He's in the bad kind of way, not the good kind of stabbing. With my dick! Yeah, 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 you didn't have to specify. Oh, <laughs> uh, we did get a little short clip. Now we know where to go, Stabbing Bamba. Stabbing oh, Bamba lives, no, even though he's no, not in the ending anymore. Nope. Or Jumping Bamba. Jumping Bamba lives because he jumped over a fence. Oh, yeah, that seven. shot where he climbs out of the river and, like, yoink, over the fucking guard no, and no, just takes no, off. I feel sorry for Bamba's actor because he wears leather. Right? He had to get out of the water, <laughs> which leather's hard when it's wet. It, it's just so has, is sand, as we learned in this episode. I don't like sand. Yeah, thanks, Anakin. <laughs> poor, poor, poor Tiramigo. Melt is supposed to be the smart one, and he fucking sprays water on them while they're buried in the sand, and they get even more trapped. Just use the float soul, right? And then for fucking Tiramigo, just make him bigger. No, no, like hmm? just fucking say it already. The float. The float, you soul, will get them out! You dumb fuck! Say it, don't spray it, bro. <laughs> and yeah, like, Tiramigo gets buried in the sand, and then when he turns into the Megazord, he's slower because I've got sand in my crotch! And then they use the missile on him again, and that apparently fixes the problem. And your explanation during the episode was, oh, they use fire to burn away the sand. That's not how that works! Yeah, Earth, no, yeah, dirt yeah. puts out fire! Not the other way around! Yeah, it's like how I found out the Loch Ness is in England. <laughs> no, Loch Ness is in Scotland. Right! <laughs> yeah, the Loch Ness monster's from Loch Ness, which is the Scottish term for, for lake. Yeah. It's called Lake Ness, but uh, they call it Loch Ness. That's why Jack Septic guy is named McLaughlin, the land in the lake. I, He's a son of a Viking! Yeah, I learned this on Ultra Ranger. <laughs> and I imagine it's like, of course it can't be England, because England's a fucking island! Yeah. Oh, Blaze is saying that the way they revealed Bomba teaming up with Dime Volcano made it look like uh, Ryusol Black was going to use Maramara armor, but we don't get that. Well, no, because why use the armor when I can... Why? Why use the armor when I got the fucking giant dinosaur? Why buy... Why... Uh, why pick... Why buy the milk when I can get the cow for free? No, I'm thinking of the tree one. 
Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was in Dragon. It was in Dragon Ball. It was oh, like, I, I will say, Blaze. I'm kind of on the same page. I would love to see you, Soul Black, use this. this no, the I want to see Bamba use the Beery Beery armor. Oh, black and that, yellow. Oh, exactly. That'd be cool. Also, I did notice that the Beery Beery armor, like on the head, it has like this really nice, like shiny gold. It's, like, well, yeah. Great. No, but, but like, but like, I really noticed the detailing on it. It's really nice. So. Bamba, what are you gonna do? He just bolts away. So yeah, we got the Spinosaurus <laughs> fucking form. It's ugly. Spino Thunder. Like I, you can clearly see Demon Volcano's head upside down on its fucking chest. I, I, it's so I ugly. Hate it, I, I hate it on uh, Kishiryu, Demon Volcano. You, you, you know, I think would I think I know how that form came to be. But it was just they were in the prototype phase of like trying to come up with like Ultra Zords in the, tw- in, like, How the can booth. we mix this no, Lego no, shit together? No, in the booth and it just sat there and like some guy accidentally took it thinking it was the final design. Oh I guess they finished. Dun, 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 yeah, dun. yeah it's just like <laughs> Print where, it Where'd it go? Ah oh, shit, that was my discard pile. Thor oh, shit, Where'd it go? Oh no he took the entire <laughs> Wait, when did you say? That was supposed to be my discard pile. Oh no he took the entire toy toy line <laughs> Well, Blaze is saying they're Kishiryu <laughs> 2 electric food. Just t- takes it all. This is going to be a long season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my biggest problem with this episode is, so Wizeru's plan, because he just doesn't give up on kidnapping Kishiryu, uh, he kidnaps Mozarex with this fucking net and teleports away so we can hypnotize him with this fucking coin that he's got. So Mozarex decides to go along with it and pretend to be hypnotized so they can trick him and fake him out. But that goes and, nowhere. And, and then he, 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 he telepathically communicate like Aquapath communicates with Kanalo after they get... He launches Bamba and Kanalo into the fucking atmosphere so in order to trick Wiseru into thinking that he's hypnotized. And then he tells Kanalo, Alright, now that I've set this up, use this somehow to get me free. And the stupid fucker Kanalo decides to just charge back in headfirst and go, He's not hypnotized. He was lying to you. Now I'm going to stab you. Why fucking do this if you're just going to ruin it? You could have been way more subtle and sneaky about it. And then Bamba comes and be like, Stabbing's my thing. Oh my god, Kanalo, come on, man. I was rooting for you and then you do this dumb shit. Where's my whooping stick? And no, Blaze Bamba was not able to hear Mozarex. That was the point. He felt jealous, and that he was like, "You guys have a bond. Cherish it." I wish I could talk to dinosaurs through water. <laughs> wish I could talk. <laughs> I don't think he could hear it. Oh, no. because he was like, he was feeling oh, the water, and then he looked at his hand, and he was like, "Wait, he, how does that work?" Because he's from the land tribe. Exactly. He's not from that's under the, the whole, sea. That's the whole fucking point, right? That's been Kanalo's whole fucking character that, arc so That's far. my thing. Don't take that away from Guys, me. Guys, that's my thing. Fuck off. <laughs> I still can't get over the fact the last episode he was just standing in a fucking fountain getting drenched the whole time. Is, is Kanalo like contractually obligated to get wet every episode? Because it's happened every episode. Did you just say that with a straight face? Yes. <laughs> okay, you got another one. Because I'm pretty sure I'm right that he's been wet every episode. Okay, you're not getting a high five for that one. That was intentional. <laughs> uh, 
So yeah, but, Wiser is back. I'm kind of glad that he's back. Hooray! Right, I, like I like him. him. He's I like fun. That he pushed up his little that, that kind of, goggles. Yeah. It's Wiser. It still doesn't make the episode of, of Kanala's debut any good. Because if you if this was if this show was written by good by like a Sentai veteran, they would have had them like competing against each other. Yeah. Well, that's next episode. Gold, gold versus black, apparently. Black and gold. Um, one other thing that made me laugh this episode is, like, once the Megazord is free from the net and the sand and is burned and then washed away, they're, like, Spino Thunder uses fucking SHOOT LIGHTNING EVERYWHERE ATTACK to just, like, AOE attack, and even though Pirate Ship can use, like, hide, it, they just, they, they, they it could use explode everywhere in order to find him. And then the fucking Kishirio Tiger Lance just immediately goes, There he is! Fucking stab him now! And they just fucking rush him with the lance attack. No, they, they slash him with the lance when they're supposed yeah, to like, stab him. They with rush the lance. him with the lance pointed forward and then they tilt it up and it like glows and then they slash him. I'm like, it's, it's a lance. You, you stab with the lance. <laughs> to quote Digimon Bridge, okay, everyone, shoot him with fire or kill him with fire. Hit it till it dies! Every man for themselves. Stop playing Bejeweled! Sword Art Online is funny. Yeah, the, especially the Abridge. I feel like the Abridge fixes the anime. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, this was an overall pretty good This episode. episode had a lot of good things and a lot of bad things. But I still think we are mostly on the uptick. We're finally getting somewhere. And next week we get the new... I'm, the Ultrasaur. I, I'm, I don't know if we can call it in the Ultrasaur because we already know another combination is coming. There's no such thing as an Ultrasaur anymore. <laughs> it's never it, finished. It, it, yeah, it's never finished. I would be super curious to see if at the end of the show they actually take every piece of every sword and fucking... Oh, God. And then, no, no, no. To combine it all together... And then it just falls apart to create a brand new mech, <laughs> like a, like a, like an actual Lego design that you've spent hours building, and then someone smashes it. Yeah, and then it's like, <laughs> you know what? it's good enough this way. Let's get on to our feature topic. Oh boy! Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I made everyone suffer for the long <laughs> bumper. So, I did not know this movie existed before I this did. week. So Ben 10, the cartoon about the kid who gets the Mega U loader and becomes <laughs> Stephen Bloom, uh, apparently had a live action movie called Race Against Time. Yeah, the, like, you know your show is popular when you get a live action Straight to TV movies. <laughs> the best kind. Oh. It, and you know it was made for TV because you can absolutely see where the commercial breaks happen. Oh, no, you can tell this was straight to TV because it only had a $10 million budget. Oh, my God. $10 million. I, even that's generous. And yes, there were two live action movies, but we're only talking about the one based on the original show. Not Alien Swarm, because I thought that one was awful. You know what my biggest problem with this movie is? What's it's that? Ben 10, but he only uses four of his forms. Well, five, if you count Eon. That's not one of the ten. 
at this point, he had 19 aliens. Oh, God. So at this point, he's been 20. So this movie is about the villain Eon, or as I referred to him before his name was revealed, Cyber Ivan Ooze. Yeah, his design did look Ivan Ooze a bit. Yeah. He warps out of the grid. He looks like he's from the grid, from Tron. Is this the future? So... On Ben's side, the plot of the movie is summer break is over and he has to go to school and be a kid again, but he doesn't wanna. Yeah, so this takes place after the show's the show's finale. After the first season. Nope, like the well, first series. The first series. Yeah, because there are there are ma- other shows where he's older. Yeah, there's more better shows that we should have watched. Uh, but no, we watched Ben fucking ten. Well, you guys died. So, I don't know where they dug up bootleg Finn Wolfhart over here, but this kid was rushing through every line read like he was dubbing over anime. <laughs> Especially at the end. Yeah, you can tell no one had a script before they started filming. Oh, God. Just, just, you see people with, like, uh, blister boards. With oh, cue cards? Yeah, cue cards with just a script. Yeah. It's like they had just, just a big cue card with the word "Oh man" and in brackets "times seven. <laughs> oh man! Christ, he said that a lot. Oh my god! I, I, I. We were keeping track. Ta- we were keeping track of it for a while before we officially declared "fuck it." Yeah, yeah. We got at least seven in the first half of the movie. When he said four in the span of like two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if it's a montage. Fucking get a dictionary. <laughs> Thesaurus. Yeah, get a thesaurus. That starts with a T. Like Tennyson. Oh. Because oh. you gotta remember, his name's Tennyson. Get it? Ten. Subtle. Good writing. Oh, I got it. <laughs> oh, man is the shittiest excuse for a catchphrase of all time. What the shell is a better catchphrase than oh, man. Five bucks whoever got that reference. Yeah. So, Eon here is not alone. He has a s- swarm of mook cult aliens. Lackies? They're just dudes in black coats. It might as well be the fucking organization. <laughs> He's catching should just been, give me ten. Just two high fives. Ha 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 ha. Go your room. Okay. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. I know. So after the fight, you do it all the time, Gar. After the fast guy, you'd leave all the time. We don't do after that. the first fight of the movie, we were see Heat Blast, who's not voiced by Stephen Bloom. Yeah, that's a fucking travesty. Yeah, it's like none for, of the. For some reason, none of the voice actors from the actual show came back for this movie, but instead they got voice actors from. Nickelodeon of all places. But you said that his parents were being played by that people who actually voiced them in yeah, the show. Yeah, so actually, I'm kind of wrong on that. Oh. So they are the voice actors of of his parents after this movie. Oh. So after this was their debut, then yeah. So after the movies, like in every every other time they show up, those two are the actual voice actors. I guess they were impressed by discount Robin Williams and any blonde woman. Hey, it's Sandra and Carl. What the fuck? They were weird parents who wanted his their son to call him by their first names and were like... Because it's equality in this The house. most hands-off parents I've ever fucking seen in anything. 
Oh, oh, you should have seen him in Alien Force. They're so uptight with him. Oh, good. Wait, wait. Ben, you turn into aliens and you fight other aliens? Oh, fuck that. You're grounded. No saving the world on a sun on a school night. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think the episode was called Grounded. Of course it was. Did he use a ground-themed hero? No, but he did he turn should into, have. He turned into a hero. They caught him. He's still in his alien form. It's like, go to your room. Aw. Like, you see him waddle it because he's only, like, a four-foot-tall alien. Oh, lovely. It's cute and adorable. But yeah, uh, so after the first fight, we get introduced to Gwen and Grandpa, Grandpa Max, who in this movie Not Paul Eiding, I'm fucking disappointed. That, and now his character has a southern accent, because maybe if he's got a southern, a charming southern drawl, you'll be distracted by how fucking... From what I from, saw. From how fucking bland he is. What I, yeah, what I saw, you looked pretty fucking bland. Oh man, you discovered that secret that we were trying to keep from you? We were hoping you'd never find out. Well, why? Found out. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, the whole basically the plot of the movie sums up as Eon is from a dead planet that was looking for a replacement planet, and they traveled through time and figured out that Ben was the one who had the Omnitrix, who which apparently had this had Eon's species data inside it as like a hidden failsafe of some sort. So his plan was to activate that so that Ben would turn into Eon but lose control of himself so that Eon in Ben's body could take over Earth in his, in Ben's time. It's now, really fucking now, convoluted. Now, now, keep in mind, he's not the first alien that's been trying to take oh, over. God, I, I imagine not. Yeah, one of, the main one of the main antagonists in the show was an alien from the Omnitrix named Ghost Freak. Yeah, I remember Ghost Freak rebelled. I saw that episode. Yeah, because Ghost Freak wasn't a sample of the DNA. It was, like, basically, I can't remember. It was, he himself got sucked into the Omnitrix. Yeah. Or, like, the DNA part of Ghost Freak himself just grew, like, sentience. Yeah. Yeah, Ghost Freak was fucking dope. Right? Then he got him back, and then he got vaporized by the sun because... <laughs> He's a ghost, and the sun kills him. So how did we kill him? All right. We, we were in a shuttle that was right beside the sun. <laughs> Open up the floodgates, and it's dead. Cool. <laughs> we pulled a phoenix on his ass. Yeah. Beware the light, also, motherfucker. Also, Robert Picardo was in this movie. As the oh, my fucking God. I saw his name in the opening credits. Robert Picardo, the doctor from Voyager. Oh my god, how bad was your career when this movie happened? Uh, Voyager wasn't a thing. This was before Voyager? No, this happened after Voyager. Oh. So, like, Voyager was over. Voyager oh. was over in, like, 2001. Oh, okay, so this is, like... You needed a paycheck. Five years after Voyager? I guess so. Oh, I'm so sorry you had to do this movie. <laughs> I feel sorry for everyone. I mean, that he's, like, an alien movie. or something. No, oh, no, he's a He's, he's one a of the human. plumbers. Yeah, he... So Matt, for those who don't know, Ben Ten, uh, one of the underlying plot points is that there's a secret band of alien hunters on Earth called the Plumbers, who disguise themselves as actual plumbers sometimes. Yeah, imagine the Men in Black. Yeah, See, that's what confused me because the way he even acted, it felt like he acted like an alien. He's like, oh, how's it going, Ben? No, that's just him. Oh, that's okay. just, that's he's a, just that awkward. Yeah, he's oh. just that awkward of an actor. Okay. He was also in Orville recently. Yeah, that was cool. He was the... Go watch Orville. Yeah, do that. It's better than Star Trek and kind of reminds me of 90s Power Rangers. 
like after the Zordon era. Yeah. Like Lost Galaxy, the Time Force. It's good. That good. It, it made me cry once. Oh. Season two, episode eleven. Oh, apparently he came. Wait, who came back in Ultimate Alien? I don't. Robert Ricardo's character. <laughs> Maybe Ghost Freak. Oh, Ghost Freak. I do remember Ghost Freak returning. Somehow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he died. Um, oh yeah, so speaking of the opening, uh, this movie pulls the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie and it has a fucking heavy rock remix version of that one opening everyone knows. Which, oh. when I was like 12 years old. That was the like hypest shit like, ever. Yeah, when I was like 11 or 12 years old when I saw this movie. That was like the most kick-ass thing ever. The song is good, I will admit. Mm-hmm. Like, the original song's good, the movie mix is pretty good. It, it's exactly... A Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie version of its own theme song. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, can yeah. We, can we talk about knockoff, uh, the, can we talk about the knockoff bullies? From yeah, they've the got their, they've got their own version of Trip and Van, whose yeah. names I don't even care to remember. One of them was TJ or something. J, JT. JT, who was the, the, the sub. Yeah. And I don't remember the fucking Dom kid's name. Because he... I can't remember his name. No one ever spoke at Can it, JT? Yeah. Uh, they get severely pied and flung at with many, many hot dogs. Trap? Trip? Trip and van. Giggity. Giggity. But yeah, it's just... Yeah. This movie can be summed up as Ben's upset that the show's over. <laughs> Ben's upset! Like, <laughs> he, he, he tries to go back to school and be a normal kid, but he... He's, he's angry that people don't know he's a superhero and he wants to do superhero things and he doesn't want to do school things. And then when he tries to do school things, he walks up to the people organizing the talent show and goes, I want to be in the talent show. Okay, what's your talent? Buh, give me one. This is a You talent. fucking snarky little shitbag! This is a talent show, not a talent sale. That's legit the joke that they said in the movie. Yeah, also this movie has tween thoughts. This movie is set in every high school movie ever. Like, they might as well have called it Every High. Uh, that sounds like a funny joke for, like, a parody movie. Right? Every High. Welcome to EA. Every High... No, wait, no, damn it. <laughs> EH, Every High School. Sure. Uh, and, like... He, he, he gets super whiny and complains that he can't tell people anything. And then he goes and talks about shit in the fucking restaurant right next to someone who we later find out is a plumber, so it's okay. But at that point, it's just some random dude in a bar. And he's reading a newspaper going like, are aliens real? And he just flat out says, yeah, but I'm not allowed to tell anyone. Jesus fucking Christ! I've never wanted to slap a child more in my life. What the fuck like, I don't remember Ben being this whiny. He never was as far as I saw in the show. Whoever wrote this movie just decided to take some liberties. I think it's also just, not to be mean to the guy, but his acting as well doesn't help. Exactly. When he reads lines like he's trying to catch a train. <laughs> like, if he finishes, if he doesn't finish this line, he's going to miss his bus. Yeah, I wasn't missing much, thank God. No, you oh, didn't. I no, you weren't. You were spared. Yes. Even the transformation to his other alien forms weren't that good. The CGI is so Power fucking Rangers bad. is better, well... Power, better. Yeah, Power Rangers has better quality over this. Even just talking about it is bringing my headache back. Like, the trans... Like, okay, so yeah, Heat Blast. 
in the opening sequence to the movie makes sense. He's like the most iconic alien. Uh, you got Grey Matter. Which, which he does by mistake. Yeah, because... Because that was the thing where sometimes his powers would glitch and he'd go the wrong form. Yeah, and then in Alien Force they fixed that. And then by the third season it broke. <laughs> so it fucked up on him again. Oh, God. Because nothing... Nothing's funnier than not getting what Whoops, you want. wrong alien! No, nothing's funnier than not getting what you want. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, I'm going forearms. Ends up being gray matter. Shit! Damn it. Who's, shockingly enough, is voiced by Denzel Crocker from Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> I, and, and riding that trend, when he goes Diamond Head later, he's voiced by Darren Norris, who did Cosmo. And Pyrrhus III from Don Hack. And he was also Timmy's dad. Yep. He was also Jorgen next, next Classified School Survival Guy as the janitor. I am Jorgen von Strangle, the toughest fairy in the, in the fairy universe. Disco dancing with myself? Outrageous! <laughs> I was hoping you would do that with me in unison. Uh, I, I wasn't thinking. <laughs> but yeah, I love to scramble the fairies! That show is amazing and a and, little underrated. And then it went to shit. Because it kept going. Yeah. Um, and then he also has one more alien, Wild Mutt. Which, who literally gets trotted on stage for a talent I, I, show. That thing creeps me up because it has no eyes. That's the point. It's like, it's bestial and it sees through its senses. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. he has like gill, like kind of like gills on his side that basically make him... It's, it's, it's kind of like his berserker form. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand what he is. I just don't like that he doesn't have eyes. It's just weird. Welcome to Aliens. Oh, they fixed that. They gave him eyes in like another Oh like, my god, spin-off. really? It does not look good. So now it's the spore it's a, creature I, creator. Yeah, I think it's like, <laughs> or, like type in like ultimate wild mutt or something. Yeah, they yeah Ben did me, Ben did mega evolutions before mega evolutions. <laughs> it was called ultimate forms. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, actually, so, so it's like um, one of the creative ones was um, can alien named Spider Monkey. <laughs> ultimate Spider Monkey. Oh no! Was Night a, Monkey. Kinda. He was black and purple. <laughs> and like, like instead of being like a normal monkey, he was like a gorilla. Like he was a gorilla size with like spider legs. Yeah, uh, none of the pictures I'm seeing have his eyes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but he, he didn't go forearms this episode. Oh, Blaze says Ultimate Wild Mud could talk. It didn't have eyes. Oh yeah, that was a he There was also an alien that I wanted to show uh, show one of our friends because like he goes like overkill. Like David. Oh. Like Ben has an alien just straight up named Overkill. Oh, good. You should send that to him. Overkill. Yeah. yeah ben Ten has really great alien designs. One of them, and that's basically because the art director Eric J. Wyatt is a huge fan of Tokusatsu. Best yeah. one will always be fucking Wraith. Wrath. Wrath. Sorry, he's voiced by fucking John DiMaggio. He looks like Tony the Tiger. Let me tell you something! Whatever! It's just John DiMaggio voicing him the whole time. It's fucking great! Best quote from Raph ever. Let me tell you something. I just went down your throat. If you eat a baby again, I'll go down there and tie your organs into a sweater. (laughs) It's like... Oh, Bender. Fuck. Oh, yeah, and then there's Way Big, which is the Ultraman reference. I think I've seen that, actually. Yeah, and then he gets... he, he, he has an, a Spacium Ray attack, and I'm like, I didn't know about Ultraman when I saw him, but now now I'm looking back, I'm like, oh yeah. You should talk about that episode on Ultra Ranger. 
You should. I just want to talk. I want a way big figure, but apparently... Can we just talk about fucking Ben 10, the show instead of this movie? This is basically what it turned into. Okay, what was the villain's plot twist? Ooh. The plot twist was that his DNA was inside the Omnitrix all along, and he triggered it so that Ben would turn into a younger version of him, so he could disappear. So the old one could disappear from the timeline. So you are me. But, oh yeah, yeah. yeah you like, are me. <laughs> they they were really fucking skirty about explaining it, and no. I had to rewatch it like four times. <laughs> it's like man, two cannot exist at the same time. Just come right, Zia. Right? <laughs> he became another Eon. He became, he became another Eon. There he is, way big. Yeah, there's, there's way big from Ultimate Alien. Oh, that's and cool. Alien Force. Yeah, so he looks like a Pope with the tall helmet. Yeah, he's an Ultraman. Record. That's well, cool. That's the Ultraman's fin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Ultimate. Ultimate way big. Oh, oh wow. my god. <laughs> that's actually pretty cool. It's fucking zero. Oh, it's a Zone Fighter reference. Oh. oh I, got, I got it. I got that one. Got no <laughs> uh, One funny moment in the movie where like Ben was hanging off the window of the of the van of the rust bucket. He's like, "You scream like a girl. I am a girl." And then she fucking drops him off the window. You you scream like a boy. Yeah. Is that what He's Ghost like... looks like now? Holy shit! Cool. Oh, Omniverse. Yeah, that was when Derek J. White was no longer doing the animations. And... Also, anyone who watched Ben 10 and got real attached to the Rust Bucket, it fucking explodes in this movie. Yeah. I was actually a little sad. I was like, <laughs> all the memories. Also, they go to Area 51, a.k.a. the Chem Lab. So that's why we're talking about this movie. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I'm like, all right, we got to prepare for the for the Area 51 attack. And then they get to the talent show, and fucking Gwen pretends to have like fucking wild, Ben is wild, but like just transform back. Drop him in a curtain, and but, he's back but, to the boy. And it's kind of sad because by the end of the show, Gwen knew actual magic. Right. That was her whole thing, like throughout the show. She got to learn to do magic. Alien magic. Yeah, later on it was revealed that the mad that the reason why she could do magic is because their grandmother, who was married to Grandpa Max, was an alien. Of oh, course. So that makes her like three quarters alien. Cool. Cool. So imagine Pan. So and then, yeah, they they lost the talent show to a bunch of slutty teenagers. Preteens. Tweens. Tweens. It's a tween. Someone who is not a teenager yet. So a preteen. Basically. Yeah. You guys... It's from the word between. I, I, between always, kid used, and I always used pre with the preteen. Pre-tweens. <laughs> sound, you sound like a girl. <laughs> also, uh, the no very guy. shocking uh, Muppet puppet that is Constantine Jacobs. <laughs> There's a character in this movie! They have Constantine... Jacob. Like, Eon invades the plumber's secret base, and they, they go up to where Constantine Jacobs is sitting, and they, like, carefully edge up to him, and then they spin him around, and he's a fucking Dark Crystal reject, just sitting there looking dead, but then he, like, moves and jump scares the shit out of everyone, <laughs> and was, then dies five yeah, seconds later. Yeah, and then Grandpa Max is like, he was a good friend. I'm like, yeah, he, he, was su he was such a great friend, you never mentioned him throughout the entire show. Also, you look real fucking sad that he's dead. <laughs> Everyone is such good actors in this movie. You know who was sad? Hori in this episode of Ultra Antigua. Listen to Ultra Ranger. Oh, God! Yeah! yeah. Oh! That's he, him. He look, It looks like he picked up the wrong Holy put, Grail. Put, <laughs> put that in the chat. 
Everyone must see uh, the, the the great Constantine actor Jacobs. Constantine. Like when I, when you were saying like a Jim Henson, but I thought you meant like an actual like Jim Henson. No, but I'm oh. like that would have been an improvement. <laughs> That's what I thought you guys were talking about. I was like, what the fuck? No, but he moves around like he is one. It was Eon. <laughs> yeah, Constantine your, Jacobs, everybody. Yeah, That's like fucking and, no. And as he, it looks like it looks like fucking. Carl Cronin from fucking Hellboy. And the and the worst part is, as he, like, dies for real, he says to Ben the most trope movie bullshit line ever. Good luck. You'll need it. I don't care. I'm dead. <laughs> don't worry about me. I'm already dead. And then Ben gets God form. Alien X. That's cool. It's God form. He's got stars in him. Yeah. He's cosmic Spider-Man. No, but basically, he could do anything. The only downside is that there's two minds in Alien X, and you have to get them to agree. So the plot that looks like the Crimson Chin. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes Alien X. <laughs> Not me. I was canceled. Uh, but the plot device in this movie is the hands of Armageddon that Ian is trying to get in order to invoke his plan, which is a goddamn Stargate, and you cannot convince me otherwise. And it, it makes no sense. Like. Okay, yeah, Ben's like a ten-year-old kid. How the fuck do you forget the words "hands of Armageddon"? How do you forget the word of Armageddon? Armageddon fed up with this movie. Oh, I'm I'm fed up with it. I want to watch Alien Force. I want <laughs> I want to hear Sasuke. Sasuke's voice actor became Yuri Ben's. Main oh yeah, actor. Yuri Lowenthal. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, also, Eon remote control drives a couple of cars in this movie, and my immediate thought was, why does this alien know how to steer a car? Well, did you see that? No, I was sleeping. But you're driving! <laughs> uh, but you're driving. Diamond Head, I feel like, was wasted in this movie. Yeah, he showed up for like five seconds and then hid in the girl's locker room. And it's like, because he pulls the fire alarm... And Eon's like, where do people go when a fire alarm has gone off? And I'm like, outside. You would go outside. Why are you in the building? For a fire alarm. For a fire alarm. Everyone knows you go outside for a fire. What the fuck? This school is going to die. What, could you guys not film outside? With the CGI? (laughs) CGI is already bad enough. You couldn't just film this outside? It's too smart for you! Fuck this movie. Fuck, I could remake this movie with action figures. If only the figures weren't, like, an arm and a leg on eBay. And the really creepy thing that leads them to save Ben from the evil possession of another Eon is, while they're chained up, Grandpa Max tells Gwen to, I kid you not, take your foot and put it up my back pocket so you can get my laser out of my pocket so we can get these chains free. So we had a very uncomfortable scene of his granddaughter shoving her foot up, her basically up her grandpa's ass. Again, she knew magic. Yep. She could have used the force. Nope. No poop. <laughs> well, we don't. We don't got the budget for that. No poop. We and, only got ten million dollars. We can't have a fucking screwdriver and once, on like on like a fishing <laughs> wire and just pull it out like that. Once that was. I could do that with like twenty bucks. You guys got twenty bucks I can borrow. <laughs> so like once they get once Gwen and Grandpa get free, Grandpa like takes these wires or whatever and puts them on the Stargate and they set it up like he's going to die heroically. 
And then, then, but then everyone just shows up in other shows. Yeah, everyone yoinks him off like five seconds later, and everything's okay. Except there was a blackout in the, the town. But, oh, and that was the funniest shit ever, because, like, the blackout happens during the town show at the school, and right before it happens, there's a kid who's balancing a plate on a stick, and when the blackout happens, you just hear the plate shatter. <laughs> that was actually funny. Yeah, and it's, like, it's funny, because, like, Grandpa, like, hits the switch to restart the power. He's like, hope no one knows that. Like, <laughs> Everyone noticed that you fuck And lot. it's like, ladies and gentlemen, the only funny joke in the movie. Funny joke. Ah. <sighs> This movie was a giant joke. Yeah. That, that just... And like, they're like, oh, we say we stopped the bad guy, but oh no, we're supposed to be on on the talent show in ten minutes. Don't did Ben the, need to use his speed form? Did, no. Did Ben forget accelerates a thing? Right? You could get to the talent show in no less than I shit you not, a minute with accelerate, you know, the fastest alien. No, Th- this no. movie no. feels wildly un. This movie feels like someone who watched like the abridged ver- like a like a shortened down version, or just read the wiki for the show and went, "Yeah, I can make a movie based on this." No, no, this no, this movie was written by someone that only watched like the first five episodes and was like, "I got this." <laughs> Hold my beer. Anyways. Oh. That's Ben 10, Race Against Time. That, yeah, this movie's... Not... Go watch it. Don't... Just watch the show. If you're a watch har- the show, watch the sequel show, don't watch the new shitty animated one. Yeah, don't watch the reboot. Watch Alien Force and Ultimate Alien. I'm not sure about Omniverse. Omniverse sounds like a good idea, though. Alright. I'm sad I kind of was a teen, late teenager when the show came out. So I didn't really have interest, but if I was a kid and I, uh, Ben 10 was on, I would fucking love the shit out of this. Ben 10 meets the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh my god. That would be cool. Ooh. Was featuring Mirai, I guess? All three of them. Yeah. That, no, Mirai that's, Trinity. No, that's what the final Was form Trinity. Yeah, not bad. That's what his final form should have been, not Ginga. I like Ginga, but this yeah, is Yeah, but cool. Ginga serves no purpose to the plot. Kinda. Alright, what's next week? So, oh, shit. Jikai, Little Sentai Castle Ranger. So, on our schedule, you decided that we were not doing a show next week because we were supposed to be going to Con Bravo. Yeah, that was but, the plan. But for a couple of reasons, I've decided I'm not going to Con Bravo next weekend. So, are you still going? I am. I got my ticket. I just need to find a place to stay. So, if we are doing a show next weekend, I know what I would like to do that we have not done. Ooh, what's that? I would like us to finally discuss Samurai Flamenco. Yeah. Really? Bomb cut? Wouldn't be the first time. You asshole! I love that show! <laughs> oh, okay, how about we do the Bleach live-action movie? That sounds better, because that... Lane, that has the Forze cast. I know, I've already watched it. You could... There. I remember actually everything that happened in that movie, so I don't need to rewatch it again. <laughs> All right, it was very very short. Cool, I like short topics. So our topic for next week will be the Bleach live action movie because it's got Forza in it. It's got Forza, it's got Meteor, and yeah. then I oh think, yeah, and now then Nadeshko is Rukia, or no, Nadeshko is Odihime. The fucking trifecta. Yeah, it's like like, could you imagine if they all just bumped into each other on set, and be like. 
Hey! Like, hey. no one knew beforehand. The, like, like, Ninja, like, Ninja Go shows up, just, hey! Hey! I feel like they were like, oh, who did we cast for earlier? And Forza was just like, get me here. No, 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 just like they all got together, and like, the cast and crew were just like, what? It's like, guys, we, we, we're, we're all common writers together. Do we have a movie to show you? Oh, there's actually a picture of all of them doing the, doing the Forza. Yeah, yeah I think I've seen it. So, anyways, that is Cast Ranger. What a fun long one, Jesus Christ! I knew that. So I told everyone in the Discord it was going to be a good one because I talked about my favorite rider. Gates. He's your favorite rider now. Favorite rider in Zero. Oh, okay. So, thank you all for listening. As usual, the primary source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, Twitter account, merch store, Discord server, Patreon. Or you can join people that are super cool, like Blaze, and uh, pledge to us to help us make the show better. And Ooh. me, Lane. And leave a comment down below. Asking, uh, basically, here's a question for everyone. Would, would you listen to a fourth ongoing show on here where we talk about Power Rangers? Something like, for those who are longtime fans, something like Silver Metal. I know, yeah. I know Cell would be done to that. Yeah, because like, some of the other cast rangers that we know would... Wouldn't mind talk, like they wouldn't mind be like, oh, Power Rangers, yeah, I'm fucking. I mad. will accept any excuse to have other casters on. Then you're like, I'm selling all the talking about Power Rangers because when I joined, I talked about Power Rangers. Why is Ultraman Trigear in the in the shot? Wait, what? The more I look at Trigear, the more I realize he's just wearing fetish gear. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I can't unsee that now. But anyways. Bye, everyone. Oh, I'm going to bed. I'm fucking tired. See you next week. Thank you for listening. We love you all. Goodbye. Well, see me next week. I'm at Combra. <laughs> I got canceled.